hi um this is an episode four i think yeah four of the podcast called how does it feel uh this episode is called uh how does it feel to move abroad part one um the one about cambridge i don't think it's called the one about cambridge but i just thought i might make it sound like um an episode of friends it'll be about how does it feel to move abroad part one <laughs> the one about cambridge haha <laughs> but so basically um the more i am stuck at home um the lazier i get um and that means that i have literally just a half of a page um with like stuff for this podcast normally i have like three or you know at least two pages but no this time i thought maybe it would be lovely to try and just you know talk um without having a script which is going to be fun um or very um torturing um yeah i think more torturing but um before i moved to bristol i lived in cambridge how posh right i don't know if i mentioned it but anyway uh if i didn't uh i am mentioning it now i was 19 when i moved there and it was the first time i was living without my mom or my dad or like my family um the first time i was abroad for longer than a couple of days the first time flying and uh the first time having a um job that is not an office job so quite a lot of first times um haha this episode will probably be about like you know how it feels to make all those you know, very um terrifying steps on your own and how it feels to be in a totally different sort of environment culture blah 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 and about uh i don't know you know how it feels to move out um on your own and do all these like adult things um i just need to take off my shirt because i'm sweating Every time I record podcasts, I just get really sweaty for no reason at all. And that's, I don't know, you didn't need to know that, but I, there you go. Enjoy. Um, I'm trying to be a bit more relaxed because I think I'm much better when I'm relaxed. But somehow I feel like there's always this tension whenever I'm recording podcast. But hopefully uh, with episode 50... I'll get a bit more comfortable, ha ha ha, sure, um, let's go, so, why did I decide to move out of my country, um, why England, blah blah blah, yada yada da, so, um, I was in high school, and after that, you should be either, um, looking for a job, or going to uni, I did apply for two universities, um very ambitious of me some people were applying for like seven i was like nope bitches um and on top of that i didn't just pick two random universities they were quite prestigious quite hard to get into so yeah surely yeah you're definitely gonna get there i didn't ha huh. no one expected that uh had a little mental breakdown i remember i didn't take it very well on the other hand i was like okay cool so plan b we need a plan b 
And because before I applied for the two universities in Czech Republic, I've been thinking about um, applying for uni in uh, England or Denmark. Um, so the thing with the Danish universities, um, there's because it's for free, there's no like um, tuition fees or anything. Uh, of course, there's a high demand and also um, living in the city can be quite expensive. And yeah, having the stress of like not being sure if I can afford living there. Um, no thanks, no. Um, and then uh, uh, why I didn't decide to apply for uni in England. I was just a bit um, scared, a little bit of a coward. Um, and of course, my mum was worried and was giving me all these uh, good reasons um, why not to go. Yeah, I have to admit, I took my mum's worries as my excuse for not applying. That doesn't make sense. Just ba- Basically, I didn't apply because I um, was scared, but then whenever someone asked me, I was like, oh yeah, you know, I can't leave my mum here or whatever. Um, So just putting it out there, it was because I was scared shitless um but yeah so I didn't get to any of my two options I um yeah I had a mental breakdown but then I was like okay time to stand up floor is not the comfiest place to be lying on for two hours straight um and started googling um different uh, options for people wanting to work abroad I found this agency and I was thinking about either Canada or England, but with Canada it's quite um, difficult to get that sorted in like within one month because of visa um, and also you need quite a lot of money beforehand. Whereas with England it's quite quick and you can just technically leave in a month. So I applied for the one in England. The thing with that sort of program... Um, and they do this interview with you of like, oh, so what sort of job would you be interested in? And how is your English? Yada, yada, yada. Um, most of the times it's uh, either like receptionist, uh, work in a restaurant, work in a hotel, work in hospitality. Um, so I had that and then I paid. I think it wasn't that expensive. And then they put your profile online on there this sort of um, database that um, employers can access Uh, and then you wait for some time and then you start getting different offers from different places. The first one I got was from Cambridge and because it sounded lovely, because Cambridge, right, sounds fancy as fuck, I accepted it and then in two or three months after summer I... um, left. So basically I knew it three or two months before I actually went, which was good because I knew like that I have some sort of um, time to enjoy summer, to enjoy time with friends and then I can just leave when uh, um, all my friends, oh shit, (laughs) when all my friends start uni. I did agree to stay there for six months and luckily they were closed for Christmas so I had the option to go home for Christmas which was lovely. Now, as I said, I stress about everything. I was stressing quite a bit, especially when it came to September. 
which was the month I was leaving. Yeah, it was just weird, you know, all these steps, like first time on the, um, on the airport, first flight, first time being in England, um, first time not living with uh, mum and dad, um, quite a lot of things can get quite overwhelming and on top of that you, it's it's not your first language um you've never been really um you've never been surrounded by people who are native yeah it's a lot a lot of feelings and obviously i was i knew i would miss my mum my dad like my family friends i'm an introvert so like will i make friends will i be lonely this and this and that yeah my mind was just constantly on which brings me to uh, 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 first weeks um being there and uh, yeah how did I get on how did I get used to everything did I find friends and so on um the first two weeks were quite difficult for me to yeah just not gonna lie I was really homesick I would be crying quite a lot um which is something that you know you shouldn't be um embarrassed about I remember crying quite a lot before a couple of my first shifts because I felt like I was just not really good at my job and that I was really slow and then I was I'm making quite a lot of mistakes and you know it's just yeah everything is quite stressful on top of that for two weeks I lived with uh, our I don't know what he was he was like a handyman like um a guy who fixes everything in the hotel did I even say I was working in hotel okay good job Leia this is what happens when you don't have any notes I uh, accepted job in Cambridge kind of outside of Cambridge but still in Cambridge and it was a bed and breakfast hotel. Um, and my position or like the job I would be doing there was, uh, I can't remember what they called it, but it was like a basically everything. They can ask you to do everything. So from being a receptionist to being a waitress during breakfast um, to being chambermaid. And I wasn't on reception but I was uh, doing breakfasts, um, serving breakfasts, and well, serving breakfasts. It was continental breakfast, so I was just putting out croissants and cheese. And then I would be um, chambermaiding. So I had this variety of two different jobs. Um, one of them was filled with people, and the other one was filled with trash. So similar so it was really nice to have like two different things to do anyway back to where I was before I got into this weird mumble about a job I was doing where was I <laughs> so uh, most of the employees of the hotel or the bed and breakfast left like it was really weird so it was the same land I don't know if I'm doing a good job explaining this so imagine like a tiny bit of land on this big land and it was like behind the main building quite hidden um the little piece of land would be cut like surrounded by a rectangle of um really nicely cut bush um and then when you like enter there's a couple of mobile houses did i do the job because i don't know i really don't know how to describe this but it was just mobile houses but they were quite cleverly hidden so guests of the bed and breakfast don't you know think there's like some sort of dodgy uh, thing on the other hand 
Um, no, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> I was just about to be a bit sassy. No, anyway, so most of the employees left in the, like, behind the hotel. Um, some of them didn't, but that's, no one cares. And, and for the first two weeks, uh, they didn't have a space for me in the place, in, in the mobile house I was meant to live in. So I had to live with the handyman, um... And it was just really weird because, you know, it's like as if you were just living in someone's flat. You don't really know what you can use. You don't really know what you can, like... I just I just felt like I shouldn't really be there. So most of the time I was just, like, locked in my tiny, and I say really tiny room. Um, I didn't really eat because I didn't want to be cooking when, like, you know, it's his kitchen. I didn't really, like, talk to him, even though he was lovely and I like nothing against him he was really lovely but I just felt really weird about like using his stuff and like being you know around too much so I was just living off of um fruit and um you know one of them Ritz crackers um so that that didn't really add on top of that um but yeah um so the first two weeks rough but then as soon as I moved into my actual room I put some fairy lights on and I actually like uh, properly unpacked and bought some uh, you know uh, stuff for my bed and blankets and stuff like that it just got so much better um yeah just just made me feel a little bit better there was a little bit of culture difference like you know um obviously people do things differently um so being alone for the first time, like, ever, and, like, trying to be an adult. Um, I remember my first shopping was kind of all over the place. I just, like, I, I bought cheese, and I bought this weird iced coffee, and crackers, and, like, grapes, and that's pretty much it. Um, and I walked for an hour to the shop and then back just for that. Because, yeah, yeah, I didn't really do a good job. But, you know, with the time I got used to, like, buying stuff. And I was doing these, like, weekly shoppings. And I knew what to buy, what to... Yeah, it got it got so much better. Like, obviously, you get used to everything. I got better in my job. So I've learned how to clean quickly. Still do a good job. I had some sort of... um structure when it came to cleaning like I knew that I had certain amount of time for every room I learned how to like prepare breakfast how clean how to clean after breakfast and like prepare everything so yeah and I think like the whole me being really homesick was just with being overwhelmed by everything plus not really having a room that I can um feel safe in because it didn't feel homely and just felt like I was a guest but yeah as I said that just changed quite quickly I became friends with uh, people I was working with um most of them were Czech so that wasn't really the best thing when you want to practice your English but we had some uh, people who were not so there was this German girl there were a couple of Romanian people uh then I lived with a girl from Finland so it was quite yeah it was really nice and like I loved how I was surrounded by like different cultures people from different places even like with people from Czech Republic you still have people from different cities and like it's just yeah it's really nice to learn about new people 
and ways they see things um and we used to do these like um cute movie evenings um or like we would just cook together so it was really lovely and like I'm really glad I did it looking back at it now like I know that it was a good thing and that it made me a bit more independent and um you know believe in myself a little bit more but obviously the I had a rough um start but yeah I wouldn't do it any other way even if you have um a couple weeks of a you know um, homesickness and like stress and not feeling well it can get better and it most probably will so don't give up <laughs> the weeks went by and just seeing that I am pretty much capable of having a conversation in language that's not my first language and seeing that I can live alone by myself miles from home uh, in a different country in a different culture different environment gave me this sort of confidence um and then my friend kind of pushed me into a decision to apply for uni in England so again I didn't do it by myself I found this um organization called Unilink that helps people from Czech Republic to find a university in England and then um, they help you apply, um, write a motivational letter and do all this you need to get to uni. Um, so I did that and, I, and by December I applied for um, five universities I think. And I think by the end of December, I knew I was accepted to all of them. Um, and then there was this difficult decision of, do I really um, want to? Because it's three years. Um, do I want to go through all I went through in the beginning of this stay in Cambridge? Um, how will I tell my mum? Because obviously, um, that's always been a big um, aspect of my life. Um knowing that I'm leaving my mum behind because she, um, well, my parents are divorced, so she lives alone, my dad lives alone. Um, so there's always this thing in the back of my mind thinking that, um, I don't want to say responsible, but like, you know, you, you're leaving your parent alone. What if something happens? Um, yeah, and like me and my mum, we have a really a strong relationship and she wasn't really happy about me wanting to go away again because this um, Cambridge experience for her, it was like, okay, great, so she's gonna give this a try, she's gonna live somewhere else for six months, she's gonna grow up, she's gonna become a, like a proper adult and she's gonna, you know, have all this experience but then she's gonna come back home and the furthest she will live as I don't know, maybe Prague, and then I'm there being like, okay, I think I'm gonna move up to Bristol. That was not the best um, time in my life, I guess, because I, yeah, I was trying to make a really important decision, um, my mum wasn't really talking to me, um, and I was not living at home, I was, again, miles away, um, but then I just, I don't know, yeah, I decided to go for it, because, um, um, if not now, when? Um, you know, I think I would be mad at myself if I didn't give it a try. And, you know, if it's not for me, you can, I can always go back home and just tell my mum you were right. Um, so, yeah, after a long, long process of, um, uh, 
you know, writing down all the pros and cons and conversations with my friends and yada yada yada, um, I decided to give it a go and like accept a um, place in the university in Bristol in UWE. But then I still had like three or four months left in Cambridge. So I knew that um, when I leave Cambridge, it's just for five months before I leave again to move up to Bristol. And um, that brings me to life there after a while and then leaving and being back in Czech Republic. Um, Oh, just to clarify, uh, when I came back home for Christmas, um, going back to Cambridge was a little bit rough because, again, I was surrounded by my family, friends. It was just really weird. Um, But yeah, so got back after Christmas. By then I had my sort of routine. So I was working six times a week, had one day off. After work, I would be going for a run or working out or going to the city um, to uh, buy some groceries or just, you know, for a walk or um, people living in those mobile houses, we would just gather in one of the mobile houses and uh, watch a movie, watch Harry Potter, do something. Then on my days off, I would wake up early have a breakfast or something and then go to the city, explore the city or go to a coffee shop. So I did have some sort of routine so everything felt like, you know, this is my life now, I live here. Um, Every now and then we would do something like um, go to see a movie, play bowling, um, just go for a pint. So yeah, everything felt like, not really like when you're living somewhere, everything felt like just just normal um and then leaving the place um so I know that for some people it was really difficult um some people would be really sad leaving the place I was kind of excited I knew that I was going home for a limited time so I wanted to enjoy as much as I could but still I knew I would miss the place a little bit you know having some sort of freedom from living with your parents I got used to it too quickly I guess so going back home was just I it was just a little bit weird for me you know you feel like you've gone all this way to become this um independent version of yourself to go back home and like make a couple of steps back because you're again living with your parents being uh treated a little bit like a child um not really being in charge of many things, um, so I was struggling with that, I do remember getting in a couple of fights with my mum, because I just, I just couldn't get used to being that little kid again, well, of course, I could get used to my mum cooking, because she cooks, oh my god, yeah, lovely food, but at the same time, you don't really eat when you want, um, or at least not in my family, um, so yeah, it was really weird being back and like the first week or two, everything's lovely. Everyone's excited to see you. Every day you're busy seeing someone else and like telling all these stories to those people. But then at some point it just like stops because everyone's like, okay, yeah, she's back. Well, we don't really have the urge to see her every day. It's weird because still in, in your mind you're still away, but you're back. I don't know, yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but it was really weird for me. 
It took me a month before I found myself job because I had this little um um crisis of not really knowing what to do, um, and I was just I was getting insane just being stuck at home because um I think it was it was April so I got home and my friends were still in uni so they were having lectures they were having um exams um they were busy some people were working my mum was working my dad was working so like after those two weeks of me visiting everyone I wanted to visit I got to this weird point of not really having anything to do and it was just driving me insane so I found a job in a coffee shop and that's how I started my passion for coffee because um I well I started in the kitchen but then I slowly became a front of house member and I just fell in love with coffee and I you know learning about coffee and the fact that it's not just press button and that's your cappuccino um yeah I just found something to you know be passionate about um so I'm really grateful for that so I spent a couple of months working there and it was really lovely um I again it was another experience in forming me someone who is not as shy and introverted as um I used to be when I was 18 or 17 um I always say that like things happen for a reason and like even if it doesn't feel right um it happened for a reason to get you on the right journey track I don't I don't even know what I'm saying anymore to be fair it gave me experience of um talking to customers working in hospitality again different sort of hospitality um working in a coffee shop so I knew that when I move up to Bristol I will have all this experience to offer when I'm looking for a job um which was making me a little bit um less stressed but then again I it was really weird because I was excited to move back to England at the same time I was um a bit being around your friends and family but knowing that you're gonna leave it in five months um it does wonders to your mind um so I was in this weird in between of being really excited and being really terrified but yeah I enjoyed my summer and um then it came to uh September and I was moving to Bristol but that is for a part to the one about Bristol but yeah um, I'm glad you're still listening. Um, even if you're not, it's really nice um, to talk for 40 minutes and let everything out and like look back at all the memories from um, Cambridge and just think about all the experience I was going through, all the emotional roller coaster. So thank you again for listening and following this podcast. Um, and I'm just gonna end it here. Um, looking forward to recording... Um, part two but that's for another day because I can't even talk <laughs> I just lost I think I've lost my voice um so yeah I'll see you next time bye